Guys, welcome back. I'm here with Jose Novello, my really good friend, your really good friend. Um, he is a lawyer, right? Yes, sir. Okay, out here in Merida, Yucatan. And um, he, you know, you're specializing in taxes and real estate, um, immigration, and what else? And just... And corporate law. And corporate law. Okay, so that's awesome. And, uh, but anyways, at the end of the day today, we're going to be talking about immigration. Okay, so what I'm going to be doing here is um, I got a bunch of questions that uh, I have been asked by you guys, that you guys have been you know, um, asking me, wanting to ask him. Um, at the same time, there's been a lot of controversy over, you know, certain topics, you know, when it comes to immigration. So, always, always. Always, right? So we're going to be covering all that. We're going to be answering all of that. And then once we're done, we're going to be taking questions from you in the audience and we're going to be answering your questions. And, uh, you know, as time permits, you know, we're here for a while. We got time. Um, so let's just get into it, man. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm room? ready, bro. All right, all right. Ready. Okay. So, okay, we're going to go with question numero uno. Okay, question numero uno here is how does someone 65 years or older, okay, with a monthly retirement check, you know, get residency? So Article 54 says, um, basically what it says, and I don't know if you, if you can help me translate, Jose, because um, it, it says if... Um, it, if you apply for permanent residency, and permanent... Well, yeah, just read it in Spanish, and then we'll... Okay, I'm going to read it in Spanish. Artículo 54. Se otorgará la condición de residente permanente al extranjero que se ubique en cualquiera de los siguientes supuestos. And from there, we go to number three, because that's... So what, what that says, translate, okay? So what that says is like... Um, anyone, okay, will be granted the, you know, residency, of, a permanent, permanent residency. residency. Okay, yeah. so any foreigner will be granted uh, permanent residency if they follow one of any of these um, requirements. Okay, so, what, so right. let's go to the requirement that's important here. Number three, or numero tres. Que sean jubilados o pensionados que reciban de un gobierno extranjero o de organismos internacionales o de empresas particulares por servicios prestados en el exterior, un ingreso que les permita vivir en el país. And that's it. And so, and so basically, that can you translate that? Sure. You... It says that if you retire, if you have a pension, and you receive a, a pension from your government, or an, an international uh, organism, or a particular, or uh, yeah, a, a company, uh, because of, of uh, the service you provide in your country, okay, and you receive an income that allows you to live in the country, you will be granted with the permanent residency. Now, here's the trick. No, or here's the deal. Because, okay, because remember, this is, okay, because, okay, now let's back up real quick. Because originally, mm -hmm. okay, I remember in a previous uh, live stream or video that we did, yeah. we talked about this yes. topic, and I mentioned that you know again i blew up the internet like you know like a dumbass but anyways but anyways i yeah i received letters <laughs> i received some letters so i basically mentioned okay the fact that again anyone over 65 years or older okay they don't even need that there's no limit mm -hmm. right they can just um you know again prove that they have enough income to support themselves and that was enough that's right and then oh my god i blew up the internet because i was wrong information but no we're reading it right there Okay, and so yeah. now th this is what he was saying, the trick or meaning, not the trick per se, but uh, the problem, you know, problem. okay, because again, this is the law of it, the immigration law, okay, and when... Federal immigration law. Okay, and so there is, 
um, the consulates, mm -hmm. okay, that are abroad, and then they are immigration offices. Sorry, immigration offices in Mexico, and yes. both and immigration offices and um, Mexican consulates are completely different. Yes, separate yes. separate entities. And so yes. they read the law out in the consulates however they want to read it. They interpret it however they want to interpret it, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the thing is this. The last part, it says an income that allows the person to live in the country. Now, w w when you go to the consulate, when, when you have um, your, your, your pension letter, and, and let, me, let me share a story if, if, if I may. Um, you may. A, a few weeks ago, a couple of months ago. Um, I, I met a nice gentleman. I don't know. Probably he's he's watching. So the thing is this: um, he went to to um, to the Mexican consulate in Canada, one of one of the many uh, Mexican consulates in Canada, and, and, and to apply and, and to ask for his residency. He's retired. He has the letter. He he even translated the letter because I said, look, translate the letter. You know. Get it certified by a certified translator. Get your uh, bank statements translated, all right, and get it. Get them certified and get the signature from uh, uh, the bank's uh, manager. The reason I said that is because I thought, look, we're just making your file stronger, you know. So 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 he went to the consulate. Um, with all the documents, I mean, a solid, solid file. And he got denied. Bruh. And, and the reason, well, the reason, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this, but... No, but say it. it's okay. The, the reason. reason he got denied is because his income, he needed to make $120 more. More. He was just short by $120. $120? So basically, again, you know, he was making whatever he was making. But it's again, amount of money. But again, and he proved everything and everything, everything and then some. Um, but at the end of the day, they just denied him. Look, this is something that we talk about on the channel all the time, okay? As to where, and you guys have reported many times that you guys have gone to consulates um, up in the U.S. And got denied. And, and, and got denied. And in, Mex and in Canada. And especially in Canada. My Canadian friends out there, you guys are the ones that are getting the most denied. And it's not just denied. But you know they're increasing the limits, or again, like yeah. this guy, you know, where he had everything, and they say, "Oh, you know what? Now it's a little bit more," and they just keep changing it and changing it. And we're not going to get into all the reasons yeah, as to exactly. why that as to why that is. But let's we, get to the solution. Exactly, because the, the thing is that we all know it's happening, and uh, it, they're making it more and more difficult for you to get your residency in a consulate outside, you know, any consulate. Right. But guess what? Mexico, right, is making it easier. Their immigration offices here, the whole about immigration here, is making it easier. You know, so again, the law, you know, that is uh, a federal law. Okay, this goes, you know, across, you know, uh, not just Mexico but abroad as well. Mm -hmm. But again, the consulates, right, they get to interpret it how they want, and the Mexican government can't really kind of do much. Again, because everything's separate. I know it's hard for people to understand this. They come from the U.S. or Canada where everything is centralized. But in Mexico, everything's decentralized. That means every department is is a rogue en enemy or a rogue entity. Yeah. And they just do whatever they want. And it's as simple as that. But when they are in the confines of Mexico, meaning the immigration offices in Mexico, That's right. they have to follow the law. They can't just do whatever they want. Exactly. And, and, and for that, because, uh, of course... Uh, uh, we went through his uh, case and, and how to fix it, how, how to get his residency. 
and, and, and there are ways. I mean, and, and the best way for him to get his residency is through the RNE program. Okay, and so we're going to be talking about that in a second. So remember, I tell you guys all the time, you know, there's many options for you, you know what I mean, to get residency. Yes, and sir. One of the ones, you know, that is the most popular one these days, the one that basically everyone's doing. And again, this person that had all the requirements. And like I'm reading in the chat, and I know a lot of you guys in the audience already um, meet all these requirements. And you're like, oh, my God, why is my consulate denying me? Why my consulate mm -hmm. doesn't even take an appointment? You know, they won't even take my, you know, my call, my this, yeah. my that. You know, and I could go on and on. And so, um, but at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Um, Mexico has this R&E program, which used to, I, I read before where it used to happen every couple couple years but now it's every year right yeah Basically. now it's it's been like that since uh 2021 uh but yeah but now it's 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 just, now it's well so, uh, so a few weeks ago a couple of months ago no 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 just a few a couple of months ago we learned that uh the program will still valid for 2024 because that, that that was one of the questions for for us will this uh, uh you know keep uh yeah so will the RNE program so let's let's just get into it okay okay so Will the RNE program be available next year? Yes, sir. Okay, so yeah. how and what does that mean? Explain everything okay. about the RNE program. Okay, the RNE program is uh, just for prior visitors. Okay, that that's it. You don't have to show. You don't have to prove any income. The only thing that you need to prove is that you've been in Mexico between 2011 and now 2022. Because uh, visitors from 2011 and 2022 in 2024 are eligible. If you're here, if you're if you're in Mexico now, and you visited Mexico before uh, 2022, you are eligible to get your residency now. All you need to do is to have an expired FMM, to have a valid passport, and go through the process. So basically, so. You have to have stamps on your passport, right? From, That's right. From um, 2011, uh, for, for 2023, from 2011 to 2021, okay? If you have one stamp, let's say you visited Mexico in 2017, you went to Cancun and, and, and you had a great time, whatever. That stamp, now it's worth a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of money. Because with that stamp, you can prove, you can show the, uh, the immigration office that you've been here before. And the law says, and they haven't changed that, you don't need two, three, four visits. You need one stamp. Okay. Between 2011 and 2021 to get your residency in 2023. Now, if your first visit was in 2022, all you have to do is wait a couple of months, January 2024 and get the residency throughout the program. If you visited Mexico January 2022, you are eligible now. Yeah, so January 2022. Yeah, January 2022, that, that was the limit. Okay, so January 2022, yeah, not February. It, not February. Okay, so from January 2022 backwards. To 2011. If you have one stamp, if you've yep. been here, Yep. Since then, okay, or you just came here to visit once at, at some point within those That's 10 right. years, That's right. you already have residency. All you got to do is, is come to Mexico, okay, and once you're in Mexico, I'll just apply for through the RNE program, right? Mm -hmm. And then you'll get your residency like that. Yeah, you don't have to go to the consulate. Right. You have, uh, all you need to do is go to the program uh, and, and, and prepare, prepare all your documents 
and go to the immigration office. That's it. And basically, it's just like when I got married. Same documents, same kind yeah. of thing. I mean, not same documents. You know, different. Um, you know, marriage certificates. Obviously, it's not applicable here. But you know, um, what I'm saying is that at the end of the day, it's just you know your passport, right? And just a you know, valid whatever, passport, whatever they ask expired for. Expired FMM. Um, filling filling up the forms. Um, Money. The, uh, the immigration uh, uh, demographic file, and of course, uh, uh, the funds to pay for. Yeah, yeah the fees, so the government yeah. fees. Yeah, but. The question is, what if I show up to Mexico today, which is, you know, again, October of 2023? How can I get my residency? I can't prove financials. I can't do anything. The only thing I can do mm -hmm. is a visa run. And by the way, I keep mm -hmm. hearing that if I do visa runs, I'm going to get thrown in jail or deported. <laughs> so can you explain everything about that, please? Yeah, I know. No. Okay. Um, if your first visit, and, and we went through this uh, before, if, if your first visit is na just now, October 2023, you'll have 180 days of uh, 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 FMM, okay? Which is the tourist visa, or, or in Spanish, forma migratoria multiple, which allows you to do a lot of things. Forma migratoria multiple, multiple meaning multiple things, you can do, if you get a, a, um, an FMM for 180 days and, and your plan is to uh, visit Mexico for business, you can do business because that's the reason you, you, you came here. I mean, I don't have a, a working visa and, and, and I have a meeting, uh, you know, at this uh, big office, whatever. Okay. Yeah. So, so basically, FMM. so business? Family, visiting family. Visiting family. Tourism. Tourism. You know, um, let's say, um, you know, a scientific research. A scientific research. But uh, for that, I mean, if, if you're here for uh, religious uh, purposes, you have a special uh, a visa or okay. a special uh, um, um, residency card. For uh, If you're here for um, uh, um, research or, or scientific investigation, whatever, you you also get a special uh, visa, but but that's a, a different thing because 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 the institution that's sending you already did you know all the paperwork and and before you you uh, set foot here in Mexico you'll have the the uh, um, the card, but that's a totally different story. However, if you you're here just to um I don't know maybe you're you're just uh, you um, want to move here. Or, you just want to take pictures and make videos for Tourism. your documentary, yeah, thing. Because I'm doing a documentary for okay. Netflix. Okay. I don't know. Church. Oh, okay. okay. You got, know it, what? got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. You're here. Boom, boom, boom. Then, then, then you go back. That's it. So it's not even a work visa. It's just. Uh, it's FNM. just I'm do. Yeah. It's a forma migratoria multiple. That's the reason. That's the name. Uh, I mean, that that's what's for. Okay. Okay. Know? So okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail what he was gonna explain. So th 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 I just wanted to explain the. FMM and clear it up because the whole tourist visa thing and people again, oh yeah because we were talking about I got it all written down thank God I write I got notes but anyways mm -hmm. um, but yeah we were talking about the visa runs and how right, they, right, right. they were becoming a problem so explain what that okay. really means and because because by the way I do get people that report back to me and say hey Jose I went on my visa run thinking I was going to get 180 days and I actually got 60 days so mm -hmm. what's up with all that what's going on first of <laughs> okay. all is it illegal explain everything okay okay, okay. So, so um, the thing is this, uh, uh, let's say this is your first time here in Mexico, you'll get 180 days. Make sure, if, if your plan is to do uh, this uh, uh, visa runs, make sure to leave before the 180 days expire. Okay. And then come back. 
and then you'll get 180 days. People that is getting 60 days, 30 days, 90 days is because they, they overstayed. Okay? And, and yes, you'll be allowed to, to, you know, to come back. But again, just for 90, for 60 days, for 30 days. Also, if you fly back and forth, let's say you have uh, four, five, six, because I have a lot of clients that, that, that have been doing that for years, you know, flying yeah. back and forth and, and, and just uh, staying here. Just one day uh, uh, per year, they, they stay in, in the US or Canada and uh, 364 days of, of the year, they're here. Sometimes what, what the immigration officers uh, uh, tell them, look, I mean, you've been flying back and forward um, and just spending one day in your country. I'm going to give you 30 days for you to get through the program, to through the RNE program and get your residency and just forget about leaving and save you some money. That's the reason. That's the other reason. I mean, two reasons. One, you, maybe you overstayed, and, and next time you, you, you're here, okay, I'm, I might give you 100, uh, 180 days, but maybe this time I'm not in the mood, so I'm going to give you 90. It's a little bit like a punishment, you know, basically. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. so, so reason number one as to why people are not getting 180 days on a visa run, again, because they overstayed or something along the lines of that, okay? Um, if not... If they if, or or there are a or again like he said, which is somebody that has come into Mexico multiple right. times, you know, again because it's someone that goes on visa runs for years, and mm-hmm. so basically immigration will just say, hey, I'm only giving you 30 days so that you can go exactly and get your so instead residency of, instead That's of it. leaving. Hey, I'm gonna give you 30 days. Wait for those 30 days to expire because because you've been here, I don't know, maybe multiple times since uh, 2011. And go through the program and get your residency. And that's it. So, so again, you know, th- there's nothing to worry about for there's so many people out there, that, you know, because this is why we're doing these videos and these live streams. Yeah. Remember, we have a, a, by the way, shout out to all of you new subscribers and new viewers and everyone out there. You know, we have a lot of guys, you know, um, out there. By the way, someone in the chat right off the bat, I'm just reading like the last message and says, it sounds very gray. Like there's a lot of gray areas, you know, the whole thing, right? Meaning that again, gray, which is what I'm trying to she, he, or sorry, what they're trying to say there is basically that it's up to the discretion of the employee. Uh, you mean gray. you know, like when they get the resident, you know, the thirty, the thirty days on the on oh, the, totally. I mean, mean, so basically, again, it's, and, it's, and, it's and, up and, to the discretion of the individual um, immigration agent whether they're going to give you one eighty or thirty. And you know what? And you know what? It's not only in Mexico. Right. And, and sorry, guys. I mean, no, I, I don't true. want to offend no, uh, true. anyone's uh, um, um, it's nationality. All over the it's all over but the yeah, world. when I go to uh, the U.S., I, I have a visa to go to the U.S. But uh, probably, maybe the next time I'm there, um, the custom agent will tell me, "Hey, you got to leave in ten days." And and. Okay. That's up to them. It's up to the trick. Okay. It happens all over the world. And in okay. fact, there's plenty of countries around, like all over the world, and especially in like Asia, Southeast Asia, they're notorious for telling you, hey, by the way, I learned this uh, because at the little side note. Um, so remember how sometimes airlines say you have to have a return ticket? You know, you can't just fly one way. Well, the reality mm-hmm. is, is that 
it's because of what happens, you know, because how immigration is in other countries, like in Southeast Asia, um, where, you know, unfortunately, you know, they can't guarantee whether you're going to be able to be allowed into Thailand. So the airline says, hey, you know, if you're not allowed into Thailand, we got to pay your return ticket back. So that's why you got to get a, a return ticket. But that doesn't happen in Mexico. There's no way that they're ever going to return you. Yeah. I mean, you know, again, unless you're, you know, there's a big red no, hey, we don't allow this guy in. In which <laughs> yeah. case, they're probably turning you into your own country, right? That, like, that's the thing. That's so, the thing. But the reality is, it's like, no, you're so not... Yeah, gonna... to, to answer that question, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you're not... Yeah, not kind of the gray area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it is a gray area. Yeah, correct. And that is the thing... Okay. And that's... Before we move on to the next question, mm-hmm. that's the thing that a lot of people in the audience, unfortunately, they just don't understand about Mexico um, because they come from a country like the US or Canada or some European countries in which everything is, this is what it is. You know, the law says this and that and what it is and yada yada no no out here it's up to the interpretation of the employee working mm-hmm. for that agency right yes okay and that's it and, and so and some people love that about mexico some people hate it sometimes it's good sometimes it's it's bad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so and then that's the thing and so that's why people out there are like oh jose you know you said this and that and this and what it said well, in my console guys, I was like, yeah but it's that you know that should the messenger yeah. I mean, the message is right there on your screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the show, yeah, the show everything again. Yeah, so for, for all the new viewers out there, again, you know, uh, you know, it's right there. Again, what is this? This is the ley de inmigración. Okay. Yeah, don't shoot the you know, messenger. And, uh, and I'm going to provide a link again, you know, but again, we went to Articulo 54. We went through that. Again, if you're new and you haven't seen it, you can just go back and uh, right. watch it later and check it out later. But long story short, yeah, no, I mean, that the law says one thing, but the people, again, it's not just with that. It's with the police, with a bunch of stuff, you know. They get to do whatever they want. I mean, and again, it's, you know, but anyways, okay, let's move on to the next question, okay? The, the question I have, okay, to just add on to this. Mm-hmm. It's someone that is looking to retire. And um, they might have, retire. you know, they yeah. might only have like $1,500 a month. Mm-hmm. You know, 1500 a month. Um, and they want to come to retire to Mexico. And the only thing they can get is a tourist visa, mm-hmm. you know, to come out here. Is it advisable for someone to just come out here, again, 65 or older, on a tourist visa, and, and then maybe do a visa run? Okay. Or, or are there other options? I mean, or well, uh, without without ever stepping foot in Mexico. Okay, it seems, and and this is just uh, my theory, but you you can follow the patterns. Okay, since twenty twenty one, the first year of uh, the RNE program, when it started, uh, 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 the immigration uh, um, offices said, or or the Mexican government said, okay, guys, uh, between twenty eleven and twenty twenty one. If you're here with an expired uh, uh, FMM, we'll get you the, uh, the temporary residency. And then next year, w- what happened? 2022, they said, okay, if, if, if you've been to Mexico between 2011 and 2021, and now in 2022 with an expired visa with one stamp, then you get the residency. And now 2023, following the same pattern, if you've been here between 2011, but now 2022, in 2024, you are eligible for the RNE program. To so, me, it's, it's, it's very clear. They're uh, gonna keep renewing it. Yes, but let's say you, you, you want to uh, retire in Mexico and, and uh, uh, this is your first trip. Okay, if you, if you, can, uh, um, um, if you can pay for your trip, if, if, if you can be here just for holidays, if, if, uh, if you can come to Mexico now 
or before uh, 2022 ends, do it. So, so basically, your tip is, okay, is that if you plan on retiring in Mexico, let's say you're retiring in two years or in one year or in three years or in five years, basically just come to Mexico at some point. You know, the sooner the better. But anyways, come to Mexico at some point to get that one stamp. Mm -hmm. Because they're going to keep renewing that program. Now, we don't want to also speculate, okay? Because that's not what we do here. And we don't want to speculate and say, oh, right. they're going to renew it every year. you got right. nothing to worry right. about. And then, the, you know, come next year, they don't renew it. You know, mm -hmm. new government, right? Because new it's a presidential election, a bunch of things. We never know. And they don't renew it. But guess what? Again, I did some reading on my own. And uh, please correct me if I'm wrong. But before any of this R&E program, there was already a program that would come into place in, in Mexico. You know, that would come into place every two or three mm -hmm. years in which, like, let's say you are a foreigner, U.S. citizen, Canadian citizen, and you're in Mexico and you have a expired FMM tourist visa. You've been here, you know, whatever. And, um, and, and you want to get residency. Basically, um, there was this program that every two or three years, right, um, it would come into play, which is basically the R&E program. Yeah. And then you would just, you know, um, go through that program, just like the R&E program, mm -hmm. in order to get your residency. So long story short, even if they don't renew the R&E program, it's okay. Just wait it out. And then when they announce it, hey, this is the year to get your right residency, you, you do it, right? Well, yeah. But, but now, that's the reason why the R&E program is in place. Because you don't have to wait. Um, we don't know what's going to happen in 2025. We know what's going to happen in 2024, which is, uh, is what's just announced a, a couple of months ago, that the RNE program will still in place. Yeah, December 31st, 2022 and before. Yes, we'll okay. be eligible in, in January 2024. Okay, I, ho I hope all that makes sense, okay? But uh, but that's that's where we're at. And then once right. they renew it, it'll be the same thing. So you can kind of just, it's the same pattern. And what again, what we were just saying, that program, the RNE thing, already existed, but it just came into play every two or three years, you know, according to the law. But because of an RNE program that they keep renewing, it, what they're really saying is that, hey, we're not going to wait two or three years. We're just going to do right. it every year because, because there's so many people coming into Mexico and we want these people to All get processed. All you have to wait is one year from, from your uh, last visit, one year, and then get uh, through the program. So uh, December uh, 2022, now all, all visitors from uh, December 2022 will be eligible in January 2024. I hope that that, that makes sense. Next question, okay? Um, now we got simple questions, okay? Or simpler, okay? What happens if my tourist visa expires? Okay, but that that's a tricky question. You know, FMM3, what if my FMM3 expires? Okay, uh, is, is it your first visit or uh, you've been here? Sure, first visit. Okay, first visit. Uh, and your FMM expires, then you need to leave as soon as possible, pay a fine, so so um, you don't get um, blocked. How do you, okay? How do you pay a fine? Where do you pay okay? A fine you you need to um you need to get a letter uh, explaining the reason you you overstayed. Um, get to the immigration office, pay the fine, get a letter from them, and leave the country so you're good on your next trip. Right. You can get to the airport also. Let's say you you um you didn't know and and you just went to the airport. Hey, I want to leave. And it's like you might, days, let's say you like five three days. Yeah, you might you might uh, uh um lose your flight, 
because all the paperwork, because you'll have to pay the fine, make the letter, get uh, get the letter from the immigration office that it's on, uh, on uh, at the airport, and then uh, leave on the next flight. So basically, if someone, let's say your visa expired, you know, five days or 50 days, go to the airport early like very early, right? And get it all done at the airport. And that's it, just go yeah. to the immigration Pay office. Pay the fine, get the letter, just and then leave. And then you'll be fine. You'll be fine, When yeah. you come back to Mexico, no problem. Well, yes and no. You, you, might, you might get lucky and get 180 days, but uh, we said it before, maybe you get punished right. yeah. and get 60 or 90 days. Okay, okay. But basically, but it's just the flip of the coin. Okay, but basically, I mean, that's it. It's nothing crazy, right? Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah. You're okay. going to jail. Now, let's You're not say, going to jail. Okay, okay. So let, now let's say that, you know, you, it expired like 50 days, three days, whatever it is. You know, it expired. Mm -hmm. And you don't go and pay your fine. You just leave. And you're like, ah, I'm never going back to Mexico. And then you do go back to Mexico. What happens? Anything? Yes. Okay, what happens? Okay, let's say you leave the country without... Um, Taking, I don't know. taking care of it. True. Yeah, driving. Let's say you you drove away, and uh, then you you decide to uh, come back to Mexico. Uh, you take a plane and come back. Uh, that's it's not going to be nice. Well, but, but what's going to happen? Because you'll what be in you, the system. And, and will you will you be allowed in to Mexico? Uh, probably not. Really? Yeah. Okay, I did not know that. Okay, okay. Probably not. Uh, because um, there's an open file of, of you. Um, with an expired uh, residency or, or FMM, sorry, with an expired FMM, uh, no fines uh, paid, uh, nothing, and it's just an open file. Interesting. Yes, sir. And so how can you rectify that? Uh, well, you will uh, send back to your country and you'll have to go to the Mexican consulate nearest you. Okay. And, and just go through the process, which is a legal process. So that's why I I, I, I do recommend and this for is... leaving the country, even though you 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 um you overstayed a month to four months. Well, in my case, remember, I overstayed I think like six months or a year. Yeah, but but but, but yeah, before... but I took care of it. I took care of it. Exactly, yeah, yeah. you didn't yeah. leave yeah. the country. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it got right, right, fixed. Yeah, yeah, because I took care of it, you know, beforehand. That's right. So, so I had nothing. Again, I overstayed a long time, but I took care of it before I left. Exactly. And there was no problem. You know, no. Problem. And that's the reason yeah. you had no problem. Yeah. But if you if if you don't uh, uh, pay the fine or, or or take care of that and and just leave, there's gonna be a problem. It's always gonna be a problem. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. If, I'm pretty sure uh, uh, some uh, my. Mexican friends uh, will be watching this uh, video, and and just remember if if you went to the U.S. Mm -hmm. and, and same exact exactly the same. Okay. Uh, what happens to a Mexican mm -hmm. just uh, going there and overstaying with the? Yeah, no bueno. Okay. <laughs> no bueno. So same thing. But again, no but it's, but, but at least in Mexico, there's an easy way to rectify. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, and, the, and the thing is, it's like I think you know, in in, in retrospect, you know, just kind of like thinking over what you're saying. You know, I think it's more like a respect thing. It's Mexico is not the only country. Many countries are like this, um, but this is a respect thing. You know, meaning, hey, you know, you overstayed the visa. You know, can you know, can you just, you know, uh, what does it come pay the fine or, yeah. you know, just make do? Don't just disappear. get the letter and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then leave. Yeah. And again, all that is done at the airport. Again, just go early. You know what I mean? Like two hours early, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, what? Else? Okay. So next question. Okay. So um, next question. Okay. If I got my temporary residency. 
by proving financials. Okay, mm -hmm. so I got my residency like four years ago, mm -hmm. you know, my temporary residency, proving financials in a consulate, mm -hmm. and now I'm in Mexico. Do I still have to um, prove financials again for permanent? Or again, let's just say I got temporary residency through any way. Or any program. Yeah, whatever way. Do I have to prove financials when I now get a permanent? No, sir. Okay, so uh, what are the requirements and what do I need in order? How many years do I have to be in Mexico? What's, how does that work? Just to um, renew your residency a month before it expires. Okay, so basically a month. And, and have the card, okay? Because I, I had clients that lost their card and, hey, I want to renew my, my, my residency. Okay, I just need your card, uh, your uh, valid passport. I lost my card. Bruh. Keep the card. Yeah, yeah, keep, yeah. keep it in a safe place. Um, uh, uh, fill up the paperwork and, and just uh, a month before your, your uh, four-year residency expires, just send the documents or... or yeah, provide the documents that uh, the immigration office will ask, and then you get uh, the permanent residency. Because it's in, it's also in the immigration law. After four years of having a, a temporary residency, then immediately you get the permanent residency. It doesn't say that you need to prove solvency. Doesn't say that you need to prove that uh, you live in Mexico. Nothing. Now you don't have to um, stay here 365 years round. You, you can just leave, you can fly back and forth. So, so basically, I mean, long story short, I mean, we got big, uh, okay, you just got to prove residency, meaning an address. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. it. Yeah, that's that's it. right. You don't have to prove that you're in the country. That's right. Okay. So, yeah. that, so it's easy, actually. It's not a big deal. In fact, like you said, it's, it's, it's four, automatic. Yeah. Four years of uh, temporary residency. Yeah, so basically, okay. A month before uh, your uh, temporary residency expires, just make sure to uh, fill up the paperwork. And yeah, make the appointment, fill out the paperwork. Do all, yeah, because that takes a long time. So just, you, yeah, to answer your question, you don't have to show uh, economics all right. anymore. Yeah, yeah and, and, and like you said, which I didn't know, it's automatic. You know, mm -hmm. basically, it's like, yeah, it just, I don't, you know, there's no, you can't get eight years temporary, right? No, basically, no, no, no. after four years, it's it's permanent, and that's it. That's right. Interesting. And well, know. and, and, and uh, listen to this. Um, I have a client that um, she got her uh, temporary residency two years ago, and, and during uh, that period of time, she got married to a Mexican. So now, instead of waiting for four, uh, uh, the other two years to get the permanent residency, now she's getting the permanent because she, she's uh, married to a Mexican. Interesting, okay. Yeah, two okay. years. Interesting, that's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay. That, that, just a tip. Yeah, if yeah, you want yeah, to yeah. marry a Mexican. Yeah, marry a Mexican. Because I talk about it a lot. I mean, but that is a thing. You know, a lot of people just... Yeah, but marry because you you love it. Exactly. Same. Yeah. You know, that's, I mean, that's why I got married. And a lot of people, you know, out there get married. And, uh, and you know, there's many ways in which people get residency. Especially, like, if you got family that are Mexican. Oh, my God. There's so many people that are in the U.S. or born in the U.S. Yeah. And they got, like, family heritage from, from Mexico. In fact, how far back... You know, um, like, is it like your grandparents? Can it be your grandparents? Yeah, uh, two two lines. Uh, father. Great grandparents. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. grandparents. Fa yeah, fathers, grandparents. And, okay. Yeah. So basically, if your grandparents were born in Mexico, but you were born hey, in the U.S. Hey, but you know what? It, it's good that you you said, you said that, because I've been receiving a lot of uh, emails saying, "Hey, my grandparent was uh, born in Mexico, but I don't have." Can I say? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Yeah. Okay, but I I don't have shit. Yeah, no no paper. I don't anything. have any paper. I don't know. I don't know his name. Okay. No, what the. Fuck? Cool. 
Can, can I do a DNA test? No. No. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I mean, Sorry, guys. I mean, we need uh, the birth certificate. We need uh, uh, the marriage certificate. I mean, well, but we need to link your grand, your granddad or grandmom to you. Right, right. And the only way to do that is through documents. Right. And, and by the way, you know, if you do have that lineage or, you know, what is it, not lineage, but if you have that proof or you know, hey, I know my great-grandparents, I know, a pa, you know, Papa, it was a Grandpa Antonio or whatever, yeah. you know. <laughs> Anyways, it's very easy to prove because, again, if you know, all you got to do is go to, um, como se dice, la... Registro Civil. El Registro Civil, which is a civil registry. Again, you go with your, you know, to the civil registry and you just ask for that paperwork. Again, yeah. you got to prove to the government that you are their family. And that's it. It's very easy. It's not that's the way to link you with your granddad, your grandmom, or your yeah. mom. I mean, yeah, the way to do it is through those documents, which are birth certificates and marriage licenses and all that's that. Right. So again, you know, you'll have a birth certificate that is linked to your parents' marriage license, and then those parents, you know, their parents, you know, paperwork, and that's it. You know, it's not. Mm -hmm. But but uh, yeah, it's, it's just paperwork, but you can easily get it, no problem. Yeah. So um, okay, okay, cool, cool. Okay, next question. This is a bit of a difficult question, okay? Um, but this is going to be the last question, and then from here, we're going to start answering the questions in the audience. And, uh, okay, so let's just get into it. Okay, uh, last question. How can I nationalize my car after getting permanent residency? Because that's a very, very difficult thing. Um, before you answer, I want to get into this real quick. There's a lot of people out there that drive their car out to Mexico, um, and they get their temporary residency, and their car is in mm -hmm. a temporary import permit, mm -hmm. which is a, With the, the tip. tip. And, you know, they're driving around, everything's all great. But now they love Mexico, they want to stay in Mexico, and they want to get their permanent residency. And they also, you know, their car loves Mexico too, and they want to stay too. <laughs> but then that's a problem. Well, well here's the thing. Um, if you're willing to pay for the importation tax, because there's there's a, there's a thing called importación definitiva or uh, uh, def yeah. definite importation. Correct. You'll have to pay the tax for that, and 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 uh, the tax will be based on the blue book. You know the blue book. Uh, that that's what. Um, um, yeah, the blue book value of the car. Right. Uh, that's what the, um, the insurance companies uh, use. So they, they will uh, um, value your car. You will have to pay the tax to import, even though the car is here. But that's just the, uh, uh, the definite importation uh, of your car. So you can get uh, Mexican plates. Okay, so if, if you want to go th uh, through that, that's, that's the way to do it. Pay the tax, um, get the plates. Um, I think that the, the worst part is uh, paying the tax. Yeah, the tax. Yeah, yeah. That's what most people don't do it because it's like the Kelly yeah. Kelly Blue Book Blue Book what man Blue Book yeah Blue Book. See, he speaks better than me. Anyways, <laughs> um, value of the car and like if you that's have right. a newer car or expensive I mean, yeah, car, yeah, and that's where it gets back. And the, and, yeah. yeah, and the and, thing is, uh, yeah. and even if you have a car like mine, I got a nineteen eighty eight Ram, whatever. But again, it depends on many factors. You know, it's some some people can value it at two thousand dollars, another twenty thousand dollars. Uh, what I would recommend is just uh, before before you get the uh, the permanent residency, just send your car back and buy a car here in Mexico. Yeah, because again, we talked about this off air just to kind of you know make sure. But anyways, because yeah, you can't even sell it yeah. in Mexico. Oh no, no, because it doesn't have uh, Mexican plates. Yeah, so you would, even if you want to sell it in Mexico, you have to. Um, nationalize it. You know, you have to do that, and then that pay all That's that money. That's right. And then, and, sorry, and um, if you want to, um, let's say you you decide to pay uh, uh, the importation tax, 
you'll need uh, the original invoices on on your car. Okay. And and sometimes you can uh, get those. Yeah. That, yeah, because it's not it's not the original uh, paperwork, not the original. No, no, the invoices. You know, from the right. dealership or right. wherever. The dealership, right? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, but again, the, the, how things work with cars out here are very different as well. So long story short, his advice is, again, if you're thinking about bringing your car and nationalizing it. Mm, well, if it's a nice car, I mean. And you got money and you're rich. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. I mean just speaking that, the truth, man. That's right. Okay. That's right. Then, then, yeah, then, exactly. do it. then do it. Then do it. But otherwise. Otherwise, just leave fine. your car because you can find a nice car here. Probably cheaper. Yeah. So basically, long story short, get rid of it and, and get a new car because it's just, yeah. it's just too much. It's going to cost you too much money. And uh, and so, like, for example, let's say some people out there that already are out here on their temporary residency, they're moving, you know, whatever. They got their car. They're already stuck in that situation. Your option is, I mean, your um, recommendation would be to take it back to the U.S., sell it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sell yeah. it and, and, and then and buy a new car. Get the, yeah. Get the money and, and buy a new uh, car here. Yeah, because That's it's not definitely. worth paying the tax because you can just and, buy it. And the thing is this. I mean, send the car back, sell it, because you'll have a, a residency, temporary or permanent residency. And with that, you can register a car in your name. So, okay. So, I mean, that's... That's it, guys. I mean, we already answered all the questions. So now what we're gonna Thank do? Thank you, guys. No, 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 no. We got way more. Oh, we got like okay. a, we got a hundred more questions. <laughs> thank again. Thank you for all the love. Okay, so thank you so much. If you appreciate this content, you already know. Subscribe, like, you know, share with your friends. <laughs> share with your enemies. You know what I'm saying? It is always it is always a pleasure to to share with your audience. I, I always say that to um, uh, the people that reach out that sends emails. Uh, it's always a pleasure to be here to, to uh, uh, chat with you guys it's you know it's fun th yeah and, yep. and thank you thank you for for, for for the invitation bro oh anytime anytime are you kidding me these people everyone out there in the audience was waiting for you they were so they were so sad that he had uh, can my husband use his Colorado professional license in Mexico well first of all professional what, license on about what? what yeah it depends I think it's a, if it's a medical license and you got you need a, a, a Mexican if, uh, accreditation. attorney architect uh, engineer doctor no no yeah you need you'll to have to um, it's it's uh, I don't know the word in English accredited you need to get a credit yeah credit that's yeah, right yeah, 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 that's yeah. right yeah Meaning you gotta do like you know you gotta pass some sort of a equivalency test in order to make sure, right? And, and, and uh, for example, uh, uh, just a few weeks ago, uh, a client of mine asked me, hey, I, I do have a realtor's uh, license in the US. Can I practice uh, uh, real estate? Can I sell real estate in Mexico? And I said, look, uh, yes, but now since um, uh, September uh, 2022, yeah. 22, yeah. There's this uh, new law. Uh, it's called NOM 247. You can just uh, Google it. NOM 247. The real estate uh, uh, business in Mexico, it's uh, getting uh, uh, now to, to become a, a realtor or, or to sell real estate in Mexico. Now you have to be licensed like in the U.S. And that's uh, the reason behind that. Oh, I did not know that. Yes, sir. Also, now, okay, so okay, so be careful out there because remember, there's a lot of scams when it comes to oh, real estate. Yes. By the way, we're not going to be talking too much about real estate today unless you guys ask us something. But we've done videos on real estate as well. That's you know his specialty of taxes. And guess who's guess who's licensed? 
Yeah, your license. Yeah, yes. obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> him, him and his, you know, him and his, his and the people that work with him, you know. Um, yeah, because you know what, you need to yeah. uh, follow the rules, and, and and that's fine. I mean, yeah, because you it, know what, I think it's good. Oh no, I, I totally agree because like uh, this this place was again a shit show, you know. Uh, totally. Part of my language, uh, but in the sense of like anybody mm-hmm. can say they were a realtor, and uh, you would uh, it, look for example, you know what I mean? Like uh, I got a house, you know, across the street that's up for sale, mm-hmm. and like anybody technically can sell it. And so what a lot of people do is they'll go, they'll take pictures, you know, they'll put it on Facebook and people will ask them. And so like, for example, like let's say... Let's say the house is knowing uh, is, anything what? about you know yeah they don't know anything about real estate and all this other stuff but like for example let's say the house is being sold for a million the, well they will try to sell it for two million and then they'll tell and then once they sell it for two million <laughs> they'll go to the owner right and they'll be like hey guess what I just sold your house you know, and right. now you have to pay this much in taxes Bruh. but let's forget about that it's, it's not so, it's, so, not, but, it's but, not today's uh, um, no but long story short they yeah. get that that's a that's a very thing that's a it's a very important thing right yeah. now you have to be licensed to do yes. real estate so yes. if you're not so if anyone out there's doing any kind of real estate and, and guys uh i don't know who's uh uh maybe uh maybe maybe you want to uh, uh buy a property in mexico your audience wants to buy a, a property in mexico just make sure just ask your your realtor if they're licensed because right. now it's it's mandatory right and ask them um hey um do you uh, happen to have this license uh, throughout the NOM 247 that's the name okay so i put it in the chat NOM 247 okay if not then just leave that's it yeah that's yeah. it yeah do you have a real estate real estate license or not that's as simple as that simple and as that i did not know that that's great to know yeah, yeah because look man there's certain things like you know if you're going to be a doctor you should have some sort of accreditation if you're going to sell real estate and do that's it right. because by the way it's very complicated out here way more complicated than it is in the u.s you know to do all the paperwork oh. real estate all this other stuff it's crazy um so um but yeah you know what i mean you got to make sure you know what, you, you, what you're doing because there's so many people that get scammed out there all the time and i'm talking about mexicans as well i'm not talking about just like foreigners right, expats. Yeah, I'm not talking yeah. about you guys as you know everybody you know everybody gets scammed all the time so I'm glad that they put that into effect oh, yeah. and that's, uh, and, totally and, and uh, that's, uh, it's fairly recent because it's been like this, a year maybe right just yeah. one year that's been September 2022 yeah it was wow. published in September 2022 wow interesting. you can just uh, google it and, and, and you'll uh, you'll find it there I was born in Mexico but I am a US citizen and resident Okay, so you says mm-hmm. I have a Mexican birth certificate. So what do I need to get my ENA? Cool. Nice question. Who who, who is it? Oh, shout out to OEO. Okay, not 1977. All right. Easy. That that that's that's an easy one. Um, yeah, because they already got the Mexican birth certificate. Exactly. If you have the birth certificate, you have a CURP or C U R P. Just with your name, okay? Perhaps you have a, a, perhaps you have the CURP already, okay? But just to, let's just say he just has a birth certificate. Okay, then it. download your CURP, which is it's uh, spelled C-U-R-P, okay? No, I'll write it down in the chat. Uh-huh, and, and uh, come to Mexico, and uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe you're renting a house, or maybe you have family here. Just get a a, a a the electricity bill or water bill. You need a, you need an address, okay? Uh, uh, but the original document of uh, uh, the electricity bill. It doesn't have to be in your name. And uh, with the birth certificate, uh, you can even show your uh, U.S. Uh, passport, okay? It, you will 
use it just to identify yourself. It doesn't mean that they will just uh, they will give you a a, a a US in it. No, it's just to identify yourself with, with the birth certificate, the court, uh, uh, the, the house bill or, or the electricity bill and uh, the password just just in case that's it that's all you need just make sure to get an appointment uh, uh you can go to the website of uh, ine to get uh, um, um the appointment send the documents and that's it so not a registro civil no no okay so if you already if, get your if yeah because he has he has uh, or right. she has um uh, the birth certificate okay so if you get your birth certificate you yeah well, if you get your birth certificate just basically like you said make an appointment with the ine office and that's it. You bring your CURP and uh, an address. And again, your CURP you download from the Mexican government website. But it has to be at the uh, in office because they will take your pictures, fingerprints, and all that. Okay, so you'll get your CURP there. No, uh, uh, you, you download the. Corp. You have to download it before uh, you get from the, the Mexican government yes, website. Yes. And then you and take that okay. website. It's called uh, Renapo, R N E A P O. Just go there. And with your with your information, with, with your uh, date of birth, your full name, uh, your parents' uh, name, you'll be able to download uh, uh, the uh, the the Okay. And so you need your CURP, you need your Mexican birth certificate, and, and an, an, an address. Uh, and, and then just a CFE bill. So just yeah. you know, that's it. And, and the CFE bill for the address to, doesn't have to be in your name. You take all that and you got it. That's now right. let's just say that you don't have your Mexican birth certificate. Um, you, what you need to do is then you go to the Registro Civil, right? With of your, the place uh, you were born. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so yeah. let's say you were born in Zacatecas. You got to go you, there. You, yeah. You got to go there or ask someone in Zacatecas to go to that office with your full name, the date of, uh, of, of birth, and the name of your parents. And then can, they can get a birth certificate. Oh, really? You don't need any special paperwork? Any, someone can get it for you. Yeah. Anyone. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay, so anyone can just get that paperwork and then that's it. And then once you have that, then you get your e That's right. Okay. Hope that helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Awesome. Okay, I'm going to scroll down again. Let me see. And Michael Cohen says, what if I cannot make it back in time to Mexico to renew my temporary residency? How long after the expiration date do I have to renew it? Well, um, that's a great question. Michael. Yeah, it is. And, and you know, well, if... if if let's say um, you um, you had a uh, temporary residency in 2013 because this happened to me a few uh, months ago 2013 you had a residency but then you decided not to come back to Mexico throughout the RNA program you can get the four years again oh awesome okay so and we just did it we just did it. Okay, okay. So basically, if um, if you already were a temporary residency and it expired, um, when you come back, you'll be able to get it again because you already, you know what I mean? You, you know, you, you with the temporary residency, that's more than enough stamps to prove, right? Yeah. Okay, so it. yeah. So again, just through the r &E program, you qualify. Because no if, if you had a, a residency card, you'll be in the system. But because you, oh, okay, you didn't overstate, but you uh, didn't renew it. You are also eligible for the RNA program. Awesome! Oh, mm -hmm. great! That's great. Yeah. Is it true? Okay, can he buy a property within fifty kilometers or not? Because again, from the, the coast. Because people say that you cannot 
But we say, well, you say, um, that you can. Yes. Uh, okay. There are two ways to purchase property in Mexico within the 50 kilometers. It's called the restricted zone. Okay. 50 kilometers from the coast, foreigners cannot purchase property in their name. The only way to do that is through a bank trust or in Spanish, fideicomiso, or to set up a Mexican corporation with you and, I don't know, wife, husband, uh, uh, your, 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 your dad, your mom, someone of your trust, okay? Because in Mexico, we need a minimum of two shareholders to set up a Mexican corporation. You set up a Mexican corporation, you can buy that property and also put it into business. I mean, buy the property to live and then, I don't know, maybe uh, um, you decide to rent it for a couple of months, then you're doing a business. If your plan is to come here and live in that house and not rent it, not, I mean, you just live in it. Just yeah, live. just live in the house, then uh, um, you should set up a uh, fideicomiso or a bank trust. But yeah, that is true. That is completely true. So, long story short, you know what I mean? Can somebody buy a home within the 50 kilometers? Uh, if it's a foreigner, no. In their name, no. You need to set up a trust, fideicomiso, or Mexican corporation. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Okay, but if you are, again, you're a foreigner, and you want to buy property outside of the 50 kilometers. Oh, yes, you can. No problem. You don't need anything. You can mm -hmm. just buy it out straight uh, up. Yeah, yeah, Okay. I have so, clients that just uh, purchase a, a nice piece of land. Uh, uh, I think they're in uh, 60 kilometers from the coast. That we're good. Okay. So, yeah. So, long story short. Yeah, because there's plenty of people that buy homes. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Plenty of foreigners. Right. Okay. And that's a Fidel Comiso. Okay. Yeah, got it. That's cool. right. Okay. Bill Dallas Lewis says, second poll. My friend has a permanent... Okay, sorry. My friend has a permanent visa here in Mexico. Mm -hmm. His Mexican wife is mad at him and says... And she says that she's going to have him deported. Can she do that? <laughs> that's a great question, Bill. What the hell? Uh... Build out Lewis. Thank so no, <laughs> no, dude. Well, if she's mad at him, no. I mean, if 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 you're if no, <laughs> if your friend just uh, did something crazy, and I'm saying not saying he did, but if he uh, um, hurt her okay. in some way, some I mean something that has to to um, uh, um, just become legal not, not just I, I don't like you I just hate no, like you domestic violence or exact. something if that's the case then watch out oh so but you look at the port oh yes okay yeah 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 because yeah. now it becomes a legal matter okay you know and, and the residency can get cancelled interesting yeah yeah for that yeah okay but if it's, if she's just yeah you, now you're you're just yeah. Drinking a lot and whatever. If it's just a regular divorce, then yeah, no. Yeah, you know, yeah. But if there's any kind of crime committed, then yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's a great question. Uh, yeah, I hope yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that at all either. I didn't know so that. Yeah, so watch out, bro. Yeah, I got to watch out. Before you know joking. it, before you know it, I'm like, hey guys, how's it going? I'm here from, you know, I'm in, I'm in Uruguay. Or I'm in fucking, you know, just joking. Anywhere just else, joking. you know. Hope I answered the question, Bill. <laughs> Um, oh, this is a great question. There's another great question. Michelle S. asks, can you apply for a home loan from a Mexican bank? This was, uh, I mean, this was true. I mean, you, you could uh, back in the days. I mean, BBVA, Scotiabank, you name it. But then some, some things happened um, and, and they decided not to give mortgages to foreigners because 
what happened was um, they, they, they just gave the loan and, and uh, sometimes uh, uh, that uh, client, particular client, just disappeared. Disappeared. And, 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 and then it was a problem. So um, my answer to your question is no at this point. It's just gossip. Well, now let me. I mean, now let me add to that a little bit. So I've been living in Mexico for a while now, and I've been building my credit, you know, with the mm -hmm. bank. No, yeah. So for me, for example, I it takes like as a foreigner, years, yeah. yeah, yeah. But me as a foreigner with building credit, building a relationship with the bank. That's right. I I can go to the bank mm -hmm. and ask for a loan because yeah, I already a personal yeah, loan. Personal it, loan. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, not even not a home loan, just mm -hmm. a personal loan. Personal, but I can use it for the house. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No yeah, that, yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, there's a difference between personal loan and mortgage. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted uh, oh, yeah, to yeah, make yeah, you yeah, know yeah. sure yeah, that yeah, yeah. it's clear. Interesting. So even me, even if I have a history with the bank, oh, yeah, and everything. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. A personal loan, yes, you can get. But not a home loan. I, I gotta be a citizen. Not interesting. a mortgage. Interesting. Not a mortgage. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a great yeah. question. Yeah. Greg, uh, thank you. Shout out to Greg out there in the audience. If you have a stamp. In 2023, is it possible to proceed for the program in 2024, or do you have to wait a year? You got to wait a year. Yeah, you'll have to wait a year, Nicole. I mean, um, uh, that that's what's uh, been happening since 2021. Uh, uh, for 2021, uh, if you had a prior visit between 2011 and, and uh, 2020, then yeah, 2021 was your year. And it's been like that since. I mean, if you visited Mexico between 2011 and 2021, then you're eligible the next, I mean, not, not the next year, but in 2023. It's like, for for example, now. I mean, 2023, uh, today, uh, we're, we're just uh, um, processing uh, residencies uh, from, uh, prior, uh, from visitors between 2011 and 2021. In 2024, 20, uh, uh, the visitors... Or, or people that visit Mexico in 2022 will be eligible. So, yeah, you, you'll have to wait. And again, you know, we talked about this earlier in the show. We went deeper in, into, into detail with that. But long right. story short, you know, they're probably going to keep renewing the program. And even if they don't, for whatever reason, there's already a, a program which, which is law, which says that every few, few years they yeah. do something like this anyway in order to just make sure that everyone that's in Mexico without any kind of paperwork or expired visa or whatever so everybody can get regularized and get their that's right. residency and that's it. And that's, that's right. as simple as that. So long story short, the, like I've said a billion times on the show, okay, and again, this is why we have Jose Novello, an actual lawyer, a Mexican lawyer, okay? Um, you know, not an American citizen or an American, <laughs> you know, YouTuber saying this or that or whatever. No, what the hell do they know? He knows. He studied law. It, it's it's difficult, okay? The Mexican bar is just as difficult as a U.S. bar. But anyways, and, and, and you know what? You know what? And and, and 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 this is the thing. I mean, thank you for, for uh, the, the, those beautiful words. But the thing is this: I've been doing this for many many years, and I do this on a daily basis. Right. So so I know what's happening inside the immigration office. I know how to uh, everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. so that's so some some old you know? so 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 you're telling me that so a retired ex policeman from the U.S. 
doesn't know more than you? You're telling me that? Because I know they're no, out there. No, he doesn't. Shout out to you out there. I know you're out there. But anyways, look, I don't want to get into it. Long story short, that's why I have him on here. And hey, you I, know what? To that <laughs> you can contact me and I can... That's right. That's right. Yeah, for, anyone, for any of these YouTubers that still got him, you know, just please contact him. Hey, you know what? I will share the information right. with you guys. That's right. So, yeah, so, so, the, so, so what you share is... Yeah, you, you'll explain true, it to yeah. them just, just the same, okay? But long story short, at the end of the day, um, that's why I have him on, you know, so he can really explain everything. And again, to really put your you know mind at ease you know that again if you want to migrate to mexico you know what i mean and you want to live here listen it, mexico will make it happen okay it's not that big of a deal again it's it's unfortunately we come from our own countries the u.s and canada and we're filled with fear That's and right. it's a different right. world and mexico is not like that at all you know what i mean at all you know what i mean it's nothing and so you know basically if you really really want to live here and you're a good person listen mexico will be more than happy to have you here that's it. That's all you need to know. And again, how you get to your residency, it's up to you. There's a million ways to get through it. And we just discussed a bunch of ways, but there's even more ways that we never, we haven't even talked about yet. Okay? But again, if you want to be here, you can be here. Stop, stop sweating it. Stop going crazy. Again, yes, do your due diligence. Yes, do your homework. Yes, you know what I mean? Prepare, prepare as much as you can. But come on, at the end of the day, you know, stop looking for excuses and just make it happen, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. And that's it. And again, just because the consulate isn't participating or other entities outside of Mexico are not participating, that's not Mexico. Mexico is Mexico. Okay, right? And there's a big difference, right, between a consulate or other people, you know, outside of Mexico as opposed to what goes on in that's this country. Right. That's, that's right. It. One last question about okay. taxes. About <laughs> yeah, but long story short, do, who has to pay taxes in Mexico? Okay. You know, as a foreigner, really, I mean, really, who? If you're a foreigner and you have a residency and, and you're doing business, listen, business, and you, you, you have a Mexican bank account and you're receiving money in Mexico because of your business, then you have to pay taxes. That's it? That's it. So if I'm retired with a retirement check, do I got to pay taxes? Of course not, because you're paying taxes in the U.S. or Canada. Because every time you get your check, you'll get your check in a U.S. account. And guess who will, will ask for those taxes? That's right. Guess who? So that's it. You know what I mean? So outside of, the, outside of you in the audience making money in Mexico, you got nothing to worry about. Once you start making money in Mexico, like money, money, okay, then you talk to him and he'll yes. help you out with all your taxes. Because by the way, they're complicated and they suck, right? <laughs> yeah. You, that's, um, why, yeah. that's why I have a master's that's degree right. in taxes. That's, right. that's, that's right. the that's reason right. why. And I think we're going to end it with that, guys. So, all right, guys. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Um, you know, thank you so much for, you know, again, hanging out with me for over an hour, hanging out with Jose. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that we were able to answer your questions. I really, really hope that we were able to help you out. And um, again, if you need more help, let's say you want to book a one-on-one -on -one video consultation with me so I can answer all other questions or, or, or you want to book one with him, talk to him, um, you know, again, about anything, not just immigration, real estate, taxes. Thank you so much. That's right. Thank you, know, you for noticing. That's how we do here, okay? <laughs> And this is why he's my homie. By the way, again, for some people don't know the story, but you know how we met was just friendship. You know, what yeah. I mean? we were became friends, and then I happened to figure, you know, when we were talking, hey, you know, hey, what do you do? Oh, I'm a, I'm a what's it? I'm a, I'm a lawyer. It's like, oh, really? Great, I got a problem. Can you help me? You know, and yeah, that's it. That's how we became friends, and then that's it. So we're actually friends, friends, and then, you know, we're just you know, we're just helping you guys out, just like I do on my channel with everything. Okay, he's part of it, and we're all here to help each other out. So that's it. With that being said, guys, you already know the deal. If you like this kind of content, don't forget to please like, please subscribe, please share, please hit the bell icon, but more importantly than anything else, please stay awesome. Thanks again for watching, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Bye, guys.
Right. Thank right. you guys. Okay. All right. Now I gotta like actually end the video. It's not a. It's not a video <laughs> video. I gotta like push the buttons here and stuff. All right. Hold on a second. All right.